What's up, everybody, and welcome back to BPX After Dark, where we focus on the events, silos, and goings-on of the world of block packs. Each week, we'll spotlight the past, present, and future of block packs through community-driven conversation, interviews, and of course, that juicy alpha you know and love. If you're a fan of TCGs, digital collectibles, fantasy sports, or even pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, you've found your new must-listen programming. Block Packs is more than just a company. It's an incredible group of fans of cutting-edge tech, high-octane collecting, and supportive community. Broadcast live each Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific on X Spaces, we are brought to you by Radish Digital. That's digital with a J. I'm your host, GT, and I'm here every week to be your guide through Block Packs. Tune in and come join the conversation. And without further delay, let's get on to this week's show. Hey, everybody, this is Discord user Slappy White with Radish Digital. That's digital with a J coming to you live in X Spaces with BPX After Dark. We've got your host, GT, who's already in here. GT, how are you doing tonight? Good evening, Slappy. I think my dog has taken to like figuring out the timing of all of this. And so she came over here and she was like, I'm feeling extra needy. Put me on your lap again. So it's like six o'clock on Thursday. It's lap time now, which is cute. Well, and I think, you know what I'm going to do is if you're in the Radish Discord, I'm putting the Google Meet information. So anybody wants to see GT's cute dog, you can hop in there. Of course, we talked about we're simulcasting in Google Meet as well. And if you want to actually talk, so just a little tip, you're welcome to go in there. A lot of folks don't want to get up on stage. It's not going to be a problem. But the one thing to remember, if you join us in Google Meet, your Meet mic has to be on and your computer has to be muted. And so you're welcome to go ahead, but we use the audio through X Spaces. Just a little technical there for you. By the way, GT, I think one of the things that holds Google Meet back, like you've got Zoom and you've got all these other things. I think Google Meet just isn't sexy. Like it just sounds so, you know, this is the most perfunctory thing you could possibly, like, like you know, Google, Google oh, yeah. created the word Google. They're like, oh, yeah. what, should we, what should we call this? Like, how about me? And it's right. just like, yeah, you know that's that's what happens when I, be, I when I suppose you become a behemoth in the in whatever industry you just become become like really unoriginal. Yeah, it's like yeah, okay, meet like duh, you know, like <laughs> duh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's uh, you know, we're, we, th- this is the perks and the wonderful joys of like creating some you know uh, some grassroots media company, right? We're uh, we're recording we're recording on X Spaces. We've got our computers muted. We've got all different kinds of microphones and all different kind of inputs, trying to make something work. Trying to make yeah. something work. And I want to say I'm going to call out uh, Gen Con, and I'm going to lit. It's a, like I say to my kids; they love it when I say this. I say, "Are we tearing someone down, or are we building someone up?" And uh, no, no, I say, "Are we tearing someone up, or are we building someone down?" I like to do that just to because if you lecture your kids, right, they stop paying attention, so they always laugh when I say that. Are we tearing someone up or building someone down? Because you know, whenever they make a comment, I was like, you know, the world's tearing you down enough. Don't do that to your sibling, and. Um, so I tongue in cheek with Jen, like I've been trying to get Jen to do the simulcast. And last week she was like, you can't give me this much notice. You have to give me more notice. So today when she woke up, she sent me a note note before BPX break room. And she goes, just FYI, we are not simulcast. And it's like, (laughs) you have like six hours. I don't know what you want to look like, Jen. You got six hours. (laughs) 
Hey, well, listen, you you know me. I'm a preparer. Like I, yeah. I'm okay with doing a little bit of simulcasting, but there's also something about, you know, Jen's comment there that resonates. It's like, give me two weeks in advance to really get all my ducks in a row, and then maybe we'll talk. Oh, you're a pro. <laughs> it, um, so I, I will say it was great listening to, uh, speaking of BPX break room, is I liked uh, Jen had Kisher on today. And it sounds really exciting because it's it's been kind of, you know, the – the folks are interested about the lore, developing their own lore with the wonders of the first. And Kisher, he wasn't going to answer when it was going to happen, like when they're going to drop this Bible and kind of the process. And I said, come on, you, you got to tell us like Q1, Q2, like is it going to be that by the end of March 31st? So he said March. And so mm. what's great is he, he said early March. And I said, don't go that far, right? Because I, I don't like Frenchie to give us dates or weeks. You mm-hmm. know, I try to, Frenchie, I just want quarters of the year. With Kisher, I'm like, I'm okay if you can tell us a month. So the good news is it seems like we're very close to a point in Wonders where we can, there's a mechanism, you put it in, it gets decided whether it's, you know, accepted canon or whether it's just fan fiction or not. We're in the home stretch, 100%. And again, I, I think back on the comment that I that I made last week about how amazing it is that Block Packs has just really taken off with Wonders of the First, specifically because of an engineering feat that was happening on chain two years ago. And how cool is it that this is this moment in time that we're really kind of seeing come to fruition that's really awesome and really delightful. And monumentous. It's 100% monumentous. And it, it's it's happening. It's totally happening. Speaking of it's happening, I know this is something that we were going to make a little bit of a note on, but are you going to be going down to South Carolina this this weekend mm. to, to, to play a little Wonders of the First? So, I, you know, Jen's show, BPX Breakroom, listening to Kish, it, uh, you know, I caught the FOMO fever. And so I never really looked at the direct line. Well, it's not going to be direct anyway. So the plan this weekend is I was going to go hiking with my son. Wanted to tick off Matt nice. Rogers, highest okay. mountain in Virginia. And it's actually not that bad of a hike. It's like a four-hour, nine-mile trip. So it's a round trip. Not that bad. So I looked at it, and it's four hours there. And so instead of the four hours back and doing it in one day, it's four hours to Mount Rogers, like a four-hour hike or six-hour hike, and then four hours down to columbia so the plan is on saturday we're going to wake up early get down there tackle Mm -hmm. head down to south carolina spend the night wake up the next day and head to the game shop and and check out wonders in person i guess okay yeah you're doing it i'm so excited for you that's awesome i Honestly, once I saw that blog post, I was I was furiously looking from uh, looking at flights from SFO Seriously? to yeah, I was I was. Listen, I've I've got I've got the bug caught now. I mean, I I would have never ever even possibly considered going to something like national, but after seeing y'all do your thing last year, I'm kind of thinking about like heading to Cleveland this this uh, this summer. We'll see, um, oh, but. Man. You know, block packs and all of the things that they do and the community that they've built really just sort of has solidified how special this project is. And and all of the people behind it are really, really cool. And listen, I mean, Slappy, I don't even know how tall you are. You seem tall. You seem tall. So I'm just going to I'm going to call you like six feet or something like that. Am I in the ballpark? No, no, I'm I think I'm the U.S. male average. I'm like. Five ten and a half. I take that half inch seriously. There you go. There you go. Hey, by yeah. the way, it's I, I have to tell you for folks who were in Metabilia, which I don't believe you were. It was another. It was one of the best in class 
It was a great concept. It wasn't one of these fly-by-night Web3 operations. They actually have a very heavy physical footprint, kind of like block packs in the real world. In mm-hmm. fact, they have licensing agreements with, I can't remember, maybe the majority of the NFL teams to actually do um, different paraphernalia for them. So so they cool. were very connected to sports and athletes. And uh, the Joe, the owner, whenever he would do a space, and, and just like Frenchie, right, the, the team was great over there. They're always open. They were doing weekly meetings. And it's still a great project. They're just kind of in transition. But Joe would always be looking down at a camera. And then this guy who worked for him always had his camera up here. And the funny <laughs> thing is, you just get this image that the guy working for him was like this tall, and he was this tall. And when you meet him, Joe's like comes up to hearing me and the other guy was like a basketball player. So it is funny in these, you know, in these, in these metaphysical. Um, yeah. 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 And, and also just based off of, you know, one's personality as well right. in, in terms of what that kind of energy is, but yeah. you love to see it. I'm stoked for you. I highly, highly recommend anybody who is in the South Carolina area or is just happening to be free this weekend and wants to, fly or drive i imagine it's going to be a really wonderful experience with all the block packs folks yes sir doing the maiden voyage of of wonders of the first and just like you said slappy i mean we're we're in the home stretch it's really really exciting to see what's going to be going down with with wonders and all of the things that are going to happen underneath it right the lore and the card playing game and i mean we we won't get a real chance to talk a little bit about the video that Frenchie just posted with Hawkwind about um, the you know the 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 kind of market research that they've done, but absolutely fascinating behind the scenes look into kind of the key details that clearly the Block Packs team is thinking about in a big way, and that just drums up more excitement and enthusiasm and support for me and. Boy, I wish that I had double the amount of wonders that I have at this point in time because <laughs> oh I think it's going to be exciting. Just like the Lost Miners, right? As soon as, exactly. It, it, at every step of the way, you just want to double. By the way, I invited Hawkwind up on stage. And uh, I'm telling you, Hawkwind, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But I just wanted to make that option available to you at some point if you want to touch on the video and see Love if it. you to say anything, GT. So up to you. I know Love you've it. got your agenda in front of you, but just know that's an option. Yeah, and speaking of which, um, I do want to just dive in because we do have a lot to cover this week. Uh, we will we we've had a big week in in block packs land. We have an even bigger week uh, seemingly coming up next week. Uh, there's been a couple little breadcrumbs that our Willy Wonka Eric has been kind of throwing in the Discord, which I'm really excited about. Um, but first, I, I do want to just highlight and spotlight right now what is going on is extended bidding for auctions. You thought that we were going to have just one little fantastic, exciting bit of auctioning when it came to the orbitals uh, and the character proof guarantees put into Wonders of the First Existence. Not so fast, my friends. There are a lot of cards that are up for auction right now in the BPX or in the Block Packs marketplace, uh, specifically in the auction um, in, in the auction section. And we are in extended bidding. I haven't checked in the last little bit, but I know that there are a lot of banger cards that are being sold at this moment in time, and they are closing in on their extended bidding. I know we have a Fleer Michael Jordan PSA 8 um, going on there. We have Seafly Nests. That is a guaranteed land that will be in existence. That's being currently auctioned off right now. And right now is in extended bidding 
There are 40 cards or so that are currently in their extended bidding, and it is worth taking a look. Even if you don't have the BPX for it, I do think that it would be really exciting just to take a look at the action. And, um, you know, I've, I'm thinking at, uh, about this and I'm looking at it and I'm like, gosh, one and a half million BPX was spent last week just for the guaranteed spot in Wonders of the First Existence. I'm wondering, like, where do all these people come up with their BPX? Like, it's it's amazing. There's so many different places in which we can spend all of our BPX. And yet the Michael Jordan Fleer is up to, what, 250000 or something like that? It's crazy. It is. And uh, I did want to touch on, you mentioned first that guaranteed land that's getting into the uh, the sea fly nest. That's currently at 111111 And that one expires at 925 So the last bid was one minute ago, and it jumped from 106000 up to 111000 The same group I was with that was trying to get one of the guaranteed spots in the last auction, we put in... I, I, was, on the, I was on the fence on this. I'll be honest. And... I was on the fence on this and I was like, whatever the group wants to do and the group wanted to do it. Well, the funny thing is it about an hour before extended bidding, somebody was like, yeah, guys, we're already out of it. Like our max number's already. Been- <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh, brutal. I'm so sorry. I'm so, I'm so sorry for hyping up the, uh, hy- hyping up the, wh- whatever orbital you guys are going for. Uh, what's, what's the Jordan at? So I'm looking at, uh, I'm trying to pull up the Jordan. My apologies. I told, uh, let's see, I told GTI would have it up. Having a little bit of difficulty. Let's circle back. No no worries. I, I actually just pulled it up. It is on the Discord, the Blockpacks Discord live feed announcements um, section. And so there are, you know, kind of five, five key cards that are going to be ending tonight in extended bidding. Wonders of the First Sea Fly Nests, the 86 Fleer yeah. Michael Jordan, and then there's a few Panini cards. Tua, I know Tom Brady's in there. Shout out to uh, Shoalgross98. You better be stocking up that BPX, my friend, if you want that to, those Tom Brady's. And then a Panini Prism Dak Prescott. We are sitting at 272,230 BPX. That is amazing. We are continuing to see real, real market interest in terms of spending your BPX on these IRL cards. And we will make sure to track them over this evening as we are looking through all of these. Any others that you're spotting, um, Slappy, that, that you find particularly interesting? No, but I do want to give, thank you for pointing out that it's available in the Discord because I, I do want to say Infinite does a great job. And he's done that the last couple of weeks and it's hard just to remember that. He does a great job of cutting through the clutter and being like, this is what you need to look at. So thank you, GT, for pointing that out and for folks uh, to point them to the Block Packs Discord, the live feed. Infinite posted at 7.32 Eastern tonight, auctions ending tonight. So you're right. I'll keep an eye on those. Thanks for the reminder, GT. Yeah, yeah, you bet. And, and just to remind everybody, just again, the absolute interest in all of the different silos of Block Packs, whether you are in IRL card collector, whether you are a digital collectible collector, whether you are into TCGs or CCGs, there's so many different opportunities for you to enter into a space that feels most comfortable to you. And if you think that this is just, you know, some kind of flash in the pan, folks, the character proof auction for all nine spots that are going to be guaranteed in the Wonders of the First Existence set fetched over 1.5 million BPX. That to me shows an incredible amount of interest in that, that, that single project. And at the end of the day, folks, 
we've got so much more down the pipeline. HTH is going to be releasing their new season in the next couple of weeks, most likely. The the uh, so HTH baseball is is in the pipeline. Wonders is in the pipeline. There's the book. The, there's the Lost Miners book that's coming up that you can spend your BPX on. And um, ding dong, I don't know if you've looked at Dex Tools recently, but there is interest in BPX, and we have seen some growth in terms of the BPX purchases. BPX is currently now sitting at 0.025. That's up from 0.021 from about literally five days ago, right? So we are seeing some real interest and some purchases being made in order to refresh that BPX in order to purchase these IRL um, and also digital assets. And I think, GT, it's worth pointing out when you talk about that movement, that's a 20 to 25% movement. That's not mm-hmm. it. So that's what your buying power is getting. I do want to mention that one of the auctions did close. The DAC Prescott did not go into a, um, a additional extended bidding. So that closes with the 8,500 BPX bid from two days ago. So that one is closed. I will say that the C- the Seafly Nest, the Wondersland, did take an additional bid. I haven't refreshed it, but it did reset it and went up 100. So that one's not going to close until about 930. And then we also have the last time I checked, the Jordan had not extended. So that one's going to be closing in two minutes. And then you also have, let's see, I think the Tua, unless it got another one, that one would have closed as well. Yep, Tua closed. And that one came in right at 40,000 BPX. So that closed as well. So we just have the Jordan. Um, and uh, Tom Brady, let's see, that one's closing at 9.22 last time. So we've got three. Okay. Okay. Congratulations to whomever purchased the Tua and the DAC Panini Select and Panini Prism cards. That is a wonderful, wonderful purchase. Really pretty cards. Really exciting to see the kind of action that's going on with those players. And of course, see the action that's going on in the BPX auction and marketplace as well. Uh, Slappy, I also want to talk to you um, about... A box that was ripped this week. Uh, just briefly, I, I want to kind of talk a little bit about this one box that well, somebody participated in a little game show mini game that uh, that your friendly neighborhood BPX After Dark hosts were uh, giving out. And of course, this box was a box of HTH basketball that was generously donated to us by our friends at Block Packs. And there was a guy who was putting his kids to bed and just randomly listening to BPX After Dark, uh, threw in the Discord the right answer to a Block Packs trivia question, which we asked a couple weeks ago. And do you want to take it from here in terms of uh, what that rip actually looks like? Because you were there for the rip, correct? I was. Yep, I was the one right. So, I, I, so as we all know, this individual who has been involved in HTH. And this is what's great. Frenchie's made it clear. It's like, guys, we're getting bigger, so we don't expect you to be in every silo. And it's very hard for folks like GT and I, who GT's been around longer than I have, but you're used to being able to do everything in every silo. And so this was like, I tried it for a year. I'm going to step away from HTH. And then in the final decision was when Alpha made that impassioned plea for why minor 9999 was so significant. And and this person said, you know what? That's my passion. Wonders of minors. And, and I'm okay stepping away from HTH. And then they go on your show and you can't, you can't, they didn't actually win the box of HTH because originally they picked door number three. I That's believe. true. It, it was door number two, door number two. two. Yeah. 
And, and, and that behind door number two was what? Do you remember? 262 BPX, Mr. Irrelevant BPX, yeah. And and I, I revealed door number three, which was also 262. So then he he didn't know whether it was door number one or door number two. And then I offered him, much like, much like let's make a deal in the past, I offered him the opportunity to switch boxes. He sw- or switched doors. He switched doors and... He was able to win this HTH basketball box. So can you tell me, Slappy, what was in that box? Uh, So this was, as he was going through the box, he was making the, as we were ripping the box, because of course there's no way to transfer boxes within uh, block packs, the HTH boxes, right? Because they don't want you to understand we don't have to go through the business reasons so what happens when you win a promotional box a fantasy box is that radish sets up a time when we can rip it with you and so then we transfer the assets over to you so i was actually the one ripping it for him so i do want to take credit with that hot hand so (laughs) the color what was insane we ripped everybody who wanted fantasy hth sports and your promotional winner gt the box that you gave away courtesy of block packs to loco so one individual one individual was I think one aqua under statistic, statistical odds. Okay. One person was dead on. Jay Mile. Jay, Jay, Jay Millis, who has never bought any HTH football, got the worst box of the night, and he actually was under. So he's someone who never touched HTH football, and he did not catch the bug. Jorzane got the statistical average that he needed, and then the color started happening, and it wasn't just this individual. So we get to this box, and we hit, there's 20 packs in a box now we were ripping mm-hmm. basketball so we ripped out of 20 we had 60 percent color and we had a time aqua labas aqua librarian aqua fungi aqua aqua donnie buckets aqua for blue we had fungi blue we had bammer blue bandolero inspired by alpha trilogy blue and for red we had bandolero red and we had clayman red. what and then we had Foxhole, ColourPop, and Processor, ColourPop. No. 20 packs, <laughs> two ColourPop, two red, three blue, and five aquas in one box. And this is a guy who had walked away from HD. And the best part is I degened with somebody at the time of it. And, well, you cut a video and I'll let people know what happened because he actually... He did one more thing, which was a huge benefit from his box. And we're going to be dropping the video, the quick video you did with him. So folks will be yeah. at radishdigital.com. Box of the year. Absolute box of the year. I mean, I dare anybody to try to top that. I didn't actually know all of the, the cards that were in there. That is an absolutely insane rip. I've never heard of luck like that in a box of 20, right? Like, absolutely not. It's- That's absolutely amazing and hurley was very close the next night i looked at it but i don't think he because he was 40 percent color he did he had two color pops as well he had a gold but i would say two color pops and then you average it out you know you could say you want the gold but 60 percent color versus 40 both with two color pops i'd probably give that yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. You're right. Um, so, so congratulations to you, Logo Four. Hopefully, whatever you did with those those assets, they turned it into something that you know you were really proud of and 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 thankful for. Congratulations. And these are the kinds of uh, these are the kinds of things that I really love getting to do. Obviously, you all know gift giving is my love language. And thank you to Block Packs for the incredible gift 
of um, of that of that box, so we could have that incredible promotion that was happening as well. Uh, the last thing that I want to talk a little bit about before we end up diving into the In, Black uh, Pack stash today, yes, just to let you know, the auction for the Tom Brady that is over, and so that one closed at sixteen thousand three hundred BPX. And then also the uh, Michael Jordan. The Michael Jordan has closed at okay thousand two hundred and how much thousand two hundred seventy two thousand two hundred thirty, which a great sign for the auctions. They're starting. I think that was a little bit higher than some folks thought it would go. Sure, sure. Again, the kind of interest that we're seeing, the kind of electricity, the kind of juice, this is the ground floor. This is the foundation of what we are continuing to build in the Block Packs ecosystem. And I love getting to see all of these. And don't fear if you missed out on a couple of these auctions tonight, there are 60 more cards. There are six, there are there are video game graded video games. There are baseball cards, basketball cards. There are Pokemon cards. There's everything that you could possibly want underneath the sun when it comes to the IRL collectibles space. So do take a look at that um, at, at, at the auction and at the marketplace. And we'll talk some more about that when we get into the block packs dash. And then along the lines of you're talking about all the excitement that's in the auctions. And of course, you can't hide the auction for the wonders. What's the one item that's still going? Get, get, guess what ecosystem that's from? Of course. Is it really Seafly Nest still popping off? Just took, not only took another bid, but jumped from where people were kind of going back 100 here, 1,000 there. It just jumped 6,000 up to 119,000. So folks are saying, I want a guaranteed wonder in the existence set and I want to land. And it's up to 119,000. And now it's going through till 938. So still a little <laughs> bit of time left on that one. We might be here for a while. Uh, lastly, before we begin with the Black Pack Stash, Slappy, do you want to break down for me if, if you have any kind of knowledge about what was going on between I, – I know Frenchie made an announcement regarding the Barefoot Republic. And do you have any kind of grasp on – What's going? Because I talk a little bit about you know the different spaces you're in. I haven't ever really been a part of the Barefoot Republic as much. I have some of their assets, but I know that that there are there are close ties to Yuga, and I know that Yuga has been going through a lot of changes at this juncture. They just rehired a CEO or something like that. Do you have a grasp on what's going on? And then thinking a little bit about that vis-a-vis. The, the the Barefoot Republic. Have, have, do, have you heard much about that? Well, first of all, I have to take issue with what you said. You're not really in Barefoot Republic. You, you kind of have. How many, how many pirates do you have? Tell me that. Just one. Yeah, really? Just one. Yeah, just one and, and two parrots. Yeah, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty low. Wow. I'm pretty guppy. Yeah. I did not expect that answer. I thought I was going to have a Gen Con moment where I could throw you under the bus. <laughs> no, I mean, I can check. I think I, think I, do, I do just have one pirate and two, uh, two parrots. Yeah. All right. Well, for folks who don't know is what GT is referring to is that if you are in the Block Packs Discord and you go to Barefoot News yesterday at seven o'clock Eastern, Frenchie uh, dropped a post looking ahead at Barefoot and Bantams and basically talking about much of what was being done there was being built on Yuga's platform. It was going to be built off what they were building there, which is really interesting. And I never stopped to think about it. It's kind of hard. I know, GT, you've been very active in Web3. Over the last couple of years, I was involved in a lot of projects, not to the extent you were. And I can see, love to get um, Metagirl. I see her in here. I know that she's very involved with projects throughout Web3. It would be great to get her perspective on what she thinks about what's happening at Yuga. But I never really thought, huh, that's, that's interesting. They're building something on the backs of Yuga 
Whereas block packs, whenever they build something themselves, like their marketplace, right? They got away from OpenSea and said, no, we're just going to build our own marketplace. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We want to be restrained. And so what was interesting about Jeff's announcement is this kind of said, we're going to go our own way now. We, we wish the best. I know Jeff's got, he's got collections from all over Web3. So I'm sure for Jeff personally, he hopes Yuga is very successful. But what really caught me is that when he was talking about, um, well, a couple of things, and people keep ask, asking, one key paragraph he put, pirates, parrots, and the OG Bantam cards. That's the core of the Bantam franchise. The mm. premium and passes we will sunset in a responsible way and make the Bantams a third franchise you can all hopefully love as much as you do HTH and Wonders. So what's interesting is that says something about pandemonium and passes. I know there were some of us who were still hoping, right, that there was going to be something there, and it sounds like that part's going to sunset. And But it also, when they talk about HTH, making this like HTH and Wonders, so it makes you wonder, what is it about HTH and Wonders that they're referencing when he's talking about Bantam? Mm. What is, because when you think about HTH is right, it's collectible. Um, they're coming out with a series every so often. You think about wonders, right? What, what are the big things about wonder? It's TCG, but what does it mean to us? It's intellectual mm -hmm. property. Um, mm -hmm. I'm trying to think about anything like, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. He said, yeah. Go ahead. I, I think that it's, it is important to remember that there have been moments in the block pack space, just like what you're getting at where Blockpacks has been working in consort with other companies out there. And what I've noticed that Blockpacks is able to do is adjust depending on how those relationships are going. And it sounds like there you know, may be some kind of adjustments that will provide an opportunity for more of Blockpacks and block packs's influence rather than necessarily relying on, say, Yuga's influence. Now, was it a good idea, especially a couple of years ago, to tie yourself to the most popular, the most marketable, the most profitable NFT project out there that was doing really cool things? Absolutely. And we couldn't look into the crystal ball and see all the kinds of discord that might have happened in Yuga and all the different kind of um, managerial changes. Now, obviously, I'm not as versed in any of that as, say, you know, Metagirl or perhaps others that are also in this space. But I do, I am confident that regardless of the kind of relationship that is now shifting as a result of the product, the product of other side shifting and changing, I do feel like block packs can go back to the drawing board in a really cool way and think to themselves, okay, how can we make this more us? How can we make this more 2024 block packs rather than 2022 block packs? What? Because boy, the, the company's changed, right? In, in, in these last couple of years. And I think just to close out this, the last thing, and of course, everybody's welcome on stage. Love to see um, what folks think, hear what folks think. Is in Frenchie's announcement, I guess the final thing I'll say is Bantams is a little deeper in the line right now, but the next tweaks we are making there will take, uh, take our best in class learnings from HTH and Wonders to position that brand as our more Pokemon-ish franchise. And we will be removing all aspects of Yuga and won't build on the IP as originally planned. But the key thing right there, we'll take our best-in-class learnings 
from HTH and Wonders. So when folks are looking for alpha, yeah, I mean, when you read what Frenchie said is he didn't say what it means, but it's anyone's guess what it means. What is he taking from HTH and Wonders? So we'll have to Y Y L T S I for sure. So that that's kind of the the goings on of this week. I know I'll I'll be dropping a few little anecdotes that I saw in the Discord in the Block Pack Stash, but let's just go ahead and head over to the Block Pack Stash now. It is your favorite weekly seg- segment that profiles all of the activity from around the silos of block packs. I'm going to do the block pack stash where I'm going to highlight and showcase the sales and activity from around the main silos. I'm going to give you a quick hit of the activity, talk about one or two highlights of sales that I saw, and focus on one or two undervalued or interesting items for sale that either I or Slappy would like if we had the capital. So let's, of course, first start with the, uh, the probably the hottest kind of commodity right now, which is Wonders of the First. Uh, last week, we had 14 sales at a 0.092 ETH floor, and 0.6% were, li- were listed. Uh-oh, knocking at the door, a little FOMO's knocking at the door. This week, 17 sales, 0.11 floor, and point. 5% are listed. That's right, folks. As of writing down my show notes, I saw 54 Wonders of the First up for sale, and many of which might be reaches. Not only did we see 17 solid sales, but we saw some incredible overfloor, sometimes by double, sometimes by triple, and folks, sometimes even more by 8x. We saw some incredible, incredible Wonders of the First transfer hands for very, very pricey prices. But I want to pat myself on the back just one time because I'm your host and I get to have a little bit of moment of glory in the sun. I want to shout out CP Hurley. I, it's funny because I had been messaging him a few different times on Discord for all of these different assets that he just happens to own that I really love. He had one miner that I was really hoping I could get gra- wrestle out of his hands. Couldn't get that. There were a couple of HTH cards that I was hoping to trade for. Couldn't get those. So I come back with my tail between my legs and I said, CP Hurley, listen. I'm from California. I'm a big wine guy. I used to work in a wine store way back when, right? I love wine. I'm a big enophile. And I noticed that you put up for sale Thunder Peak Vineyard. It is this beautiful, beautiful tableau or this beautiful image of this valley that's being lit up by the moon. And in the foreground, there is an incredible sprawling vineyard. And then that vineyard overlooks a city inside this valley. It, I, it was one of the very few in which I had goosebumps. I was like, I need to have this. I need to have this. GT, CP, yes, sir. Can I, uh, this is by far the, the wonder I have wanted the most. I literally, and I, I was talking with James today, and I said, I honestly want to talk to you about having Emily. You put it in the will with Emily that if you die, and I don't want you to die, healthy, <laughs> but if you die, can, and if no one's asked, I think it's fair to give it to me. If no one's asked you yet, we can give this to me as well. Listen, you're, you, you, you've, been, you've been a great co-host for me. I, I'll definitely consider it. And you know what? It's, 
I, I, I think that that's a fine deal. That's a fine bargain. She'll be getting all of my minors anyway. So one wonder will be just fine. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but this is, I, I yeah, this is, I don't know what it is about this. Cause like, I'm actually, I like the lighter. I like the healing. I like the lighter worlds better. Me too. And, and this, this one is, I have no problem with the darkness to it. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's, it's both serene, but it's also slightly menacing, but it's also just absolutely pastoral and beautiful. Like it really reminds me of just some beautiful, you know, Italian Valley that, and so, and, and it's very un umbrathine as far as I'm concerned. I'm a boundless guy, right? Like I'm, and I, I, I'm starting to warm up, you know, to, to Heliosynth for sure. But Boy, I mean, this one really stood out to me. And so I am incredibly grateful to C.P. Hurley for willing to do a little bit of a trade. I, uh, I, I thank you for allowing me to be the opportunity to, to have the opportunity to be the steward of this particular wonder. I loved it. So shout out to me for that one. And oh, by the way, I also put it a, and you can take a look at my post in um, X spaces, but I put it as my lock screen, which also looks really, really good. So it's on my phone. I get to look at it every single time that I turn my phone on. It's beautiful and wonderful. And um, I think that that's a really good opportunity for me to interject and say, for those of you who are in currently in X spaces, or if you are in Discord right now, here's my challenge to you. I would like you to put your favorite wonder of the first as your lock screen right now. Take a screenshot of that and then post it in the comments, either in Discord or in the X Spaces comments. At the end of the show, we are going to randomize anybody who posts their favorite wonder that they own in the on their lock screen, screenshot their lock screen, you will win 500 BPX. We'll randomize you all, and I'm giving you, I'm giving away 500 BPX from my private collection just because. I think it's really cool to see these wonders in lock screens as well. Definitely take a look. So if you are... Um, a point of clarification, when you said in the Discord, what channel, which Discord? Let's go general channel of block packs, the general block packs channel. And, and, and do me a favor, folks, is just tag Slappy White and I'll collect all the responses. So if you could just tag Slappy White in the, rad, in the block packs general Discord and I will make sure to capture them all. Love it, love it. A couple more, um, a couple more wonders of the firsts that I saw that were really oh, interesting sales. BT, oh, yeah. sorry to interrupt you. Is that CP Hurley tweeted while you were talking that something just happened forty five minutes ago? You have the most uh, thorough, uh, most most uh, um, detail oriented notes, but you've got to prepare for the show, so you didn't see it happening forty five minutes ago. I just let's see, I just posted, and I will get it. It's in the thread here. You can see the image of this this sucker just went for uh, we're sharing it in the simulcast it's also in the twitter feed within the spaces but just sold for 0.375 eth wow wow you, you know mj underscore bp has been picking up a lot of uh, a lot of wonders right now props to you congratulations on this incredible nebula stone of mystery it is this beautiful pink and purple and blue obelisk that sits right in the middle of this rocky crag it is beautiful it's incredible and i imagine it's boundless as well uh 0.375 eth you said 0.375 correct ooh, ooh, yeah it is a boundless legendary artifact MJBP uh, purchasing from CP Hurley. Congratulations to both parties for that incredible sale. 
Zenver for 0.24 was uh, was acquired by Sunny. He is a really cool heliosynth-looking character um, who kind of has these beautiful cat ears, but then is completely and utterly covered in metal and is wearing this very orange, beautiful cape. Honestly, he kind of looks like something that would like show up as an art piece at Burning Man or something. I've never been to Burning Man, but that's just what I imagine it to be. Um, Zenver, congratulations, now owned by Sunny428, purchased for 0.24 ETH. Now, we had a 0.375, we had a 0.24, but just this afternoon, folks, we had an incredible sale. Oak Thorns Elysium was sold this afternoon for, yes, you guessed it, not 0.25, not 0.375, but one ETH. Owned by Sunny428, he's been stacking some of these. This is a legendary land. It is absolutely beautiful pastoral piece of this old ancient church that's really beautiful, but then it's got this beautiful bucolic serene kind of place in there. That's uh, that is a Petraea land. Um, I don't know, to be honest. I, I don't know whether this is a this is a land that is going to be featured. Um, I would have to go back and look. But it sold for one ETH this afternoon. Oakthorns Elysium. Congratulations to both parties on that transaction. Uh, by the way, um, one thing that um, I I just sort of noticed as a little bit of a um, just kind of a, a, a fun little exercise. Slappy, do you know what the most viewed wonder after the first wonder is? No, that's actually a great question. I was looking at it, and it is this very cool, menacing guy named Titan Scale Aegis. And I think he might be featured when you like hover over Wonders of the First or something, but it's owned by Epic. And oh boy, he's scary. He's really, really scary. Super menacing, legendary weapon. Um, it's Solfera Orbital class. Uh, it, it has 440 views, and that is the most viewed wonder, which is kind of interesting. Um, I, I wouldn't have expected that, but uh, it's a really cool one. It's very aesthetically pleasing, but also very menacing and scary as well. Uh, so Wonders of the First has had an incredible week. 17 sales, really, really high value sales. The floor is climbing. The amount listed is shrinking. The sales are increasing. Boy, what a day. What a week for Wonders of the First. But of course, not to be outdone, Lost Miners of the First. Last week, we had 17 sales. 0.105 floor. 0.8% listed. This week, a few more miners got sold. 19 miners. We are sitting at a 0.103 uh, floor. I did see actually a couple that were at 0.09999999. Uh, 0.9% listed. So we had a relatively similar week which again highlights the consistency and the interest of the Lost Miners even two years after that they were minted and that they have been in our wallets. Miner 1558 is the top sale. This guy's a fun one. He is uh, green, da da He's got a green helmet. He is a Tommyknocker, so you know his skin is green. He's got this neon big green beard, and the background is green, or light olive, I suppose, Totally aesthetically wild and wacky, but it works. It like totally, totally works. Congratulations. Who else? MJ underscore BP on this wonderful purchase of the Lost Miners of the Ether Miner 1558. GT is who is, uh, sorry for my ignorance and everybody probably knows. I can't stay up in the Discord as, as much as I want. Who's MJ BP? I honestly don't know. All right. Well, somebody yeah. 
community does. So make sure you tweet, let us know, post in the X spaces, let us know. I'm assuming it's a Michael Jordan lover and they just put the BP on the end for their block packs assets, I assume. I love that. I love that. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's somebody out there is, is doing some awesome things. Just as a reminder, folks, we did offer a 500 BPX a uh, little bit of a giveaway tonight in case you would like to post your, a wonder of the first that you own. Make it your lock screen on your phone. Take a screenshot of that lock screen and post it on Discord, tag Slappy White, or post it in the uh, X Spaces, uh, the X Spaces comments, so that we can give you the opportunity to have a little bit of a giveaway for 500 BPX this evening. Uh, Slappy, oh, wait, can yeah. I one other giveaway while we're at it. Heck yeah. Uh, let's see. So I have Radish has a break going on right now. It's just 100 HTH baseball. And there's 25 break spots for the 100. So it's four HTH baseball. But the big thing, right, is we're all chasing the Matata 10X, which is that's a $10,000 block packs bounty. Last time I checked. And Radish is throwing $1,000 on top of it. So if we hit the Matata 10X, every spot gets $400. And then Radish will throw $1,000 to the person who actually hit it. And then on top of it, if you hit a black one of one, you get 1000 If you get a gold, you get $100. And you get to keep the black and gold bounties. But I will say this. For Radish Rip 45, which we're going to do tomorrow at some point, if folks just take a screenshot of themselves in this space, and they just go ahead and tag Radish. You don't have to do it in this space. Just go ahead and make sure you tag it because I can't see it if you don't tag Radish Digital. But just screenshot yourself in the space, tag it, and then what we'll do is we'll randomly pick one person to give a, a one of the break spots that we're breaking tomorrow. So two opportunities to actually win something tonight. Just us being veritable Oprah Winfrey's out there. You get, a, you get some BPX. You get a prize. You get a prize. You love to see it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, so back to the Lost Miners, Miner 1558. That was the notable sale this week. I like him. I really, really like him. He's a lot of fun. I can't believe he was just sitting on pretty much near near the floor at point one 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 e So congratulations to MJ underscore BP for picking that one up. That was awesome. Hey, Slappy, do you happen to know or could you guess what the most viewed miner is? Uh, gonna be the astronaut or soul miner, I would guess. All right, click on, click on the link that I gave you. Why? Why is it five <laughs> six three? I have no clue. Miner five five six three is open rarity four thousand six hundred seventy six. It's it's owned by Cookie, and it's. I mean, it's a pretty prototypical miner. Like he looks like a miner, right? He's got an orange hat. He's got the red, the red headlamp. He's got a white bushy beard. He's got a little bit more of darker complexion, and he's got a shovel. Like, okay, that looks like a miner. But you'd think that it would be like the soul miner or the astronaut or one of the one of ones. No, it's just this random guy. I, I wonder if Cookie was trying to sell at one point, and maybe that's why. But let's see. Actually, you know what's funny? It was a month ago that it actually sold. So that's interesting. That's kind so of so maybe 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 it was sitting on the floor for a while. I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, it does. Ha it has the shovel, right? So it's very prototypical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I just, I would, I would have expected that Legend Soul Miner would have been number one. But in fact, it's just this random little guy. But you know, good for you, guy. Good for you, five five six three. You're killing it, guy. You're killing it. I love that. So, 
Uh, again, Lost Miners had a great week, an, a very similar kind of consistent week. Love to see it. And uh, and for whatever reason, everybody check out Miner 5563 because it has 2.8 thousand views for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on to Home Team Heroes. Uh, I did get a uh, notification or I was scrolling through Discord and I noticed that Eric S. in his classic Willy Wonka style way of going about things, he gave us a, a primer. He said, tune in next week. There may or may not be some or a lot of details surrounding all things HTH. Now, Slappy, we were told that uh, next week, aka this week, was going to be a big week for block packs. We didn't know exactly what was going to be going down, but we now can probably infer that whatever is going to be going down, and we will have Eric and Frenchie on next week to talk about some things in the block packs world, we can most likely infer that one of the things that they're talking about will be something related to HTH. So mark your calendars, folks. Next week's BPX After Dark is going to be popping, talking with Eric and Frenchie about all of the things that will be going on and presumably a little bit about the baseball or something related to HTH in general. Now, baseball had 210 sales this week. That's up from about 180 sales last week. This week, common hunting was the theme of the week. We saw a few orange shatters sold, but otherwise, everybody is really trying to sneak in those last few HTH set points before the presumed snapshot. Could be next week, could be week after, could be week after. But we are seeing that baseball sales remain high. Not a lot of expensive cards were sold, but a lot of commons as people are starting to really hold on to what they already have and then try to see if they can squeeze out just a little bit more HTH set bonus points for baseball. Football, Uh, 60 sales last week. Now with the season ending, we are seeing that perhaps football is starting to ramp up as people are building their rainbows and building up a few more of uh, a few more of their uh, various you know rainbows and sets we saw 90 sales this week compared to 60 sales last week now i was wondering about this yeah. and i noticed yeah one auction update since you're talking about bid and prices so the the wonders character proof that is in the that is in the auction tonight. We just received another bid four minutes ago. It's now up to one hundred and thirty eight thousand. Holy smokes! So up to one hundred and thirty eight thousand, and still going strong. Up to fifty four bids. So, and I, I had something I wanted to say about uh, after your point. Can I just make one other point about these, these buying these items on the marketplace to complete the set? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've, I've just noticed, I, I don't know if you, you want to get your take on this, but I've just noticed compared to baseball and basketball, football's had consistently lower sales. And I'm just, I'm wondering why. I, I don't know whether it was just coming off of the heels of, of baseball season or whether basketball just has more interest for us as, you know, as, as consumers at this point in time. But you would think football, the most popular sport out there, right, uh, in, in America. And yet at the same time too, Relatively fewer sales compared to baseball and basketball over these last three, four weeks that I've been tracking. Do you think it has something to, I mean, it doesn't explain the baseball. I guess that's one thing, but I'm thinking that maybe people have it locked up before. I, mm. I, I've noticed with the basketball, there's some people who are really hammering me about basketball right now. And what's interesting, right, is that we, we, we for some of us, we're not focused on basketball because we know that snapshot's coming in the next two weeks for baseball and football that is not anything i don't have any private information that's just the super bowl just happened 
baseball season, pitchers and catchers are there and we're going to start having baseball. So it's not rocket science to figure out. It's coming soon. So I think folks are, it's interesting that folks are hitting up about basketball. And I think as we go through iterations of infinite moments and now HTH, mm-hmm. what people are finding is if there's only 10 goals in the weapon you want, when somebody's active in basketball this month, when you go to try to be uh, to complete your rainbow, not in the last week before a snapshot, but in the last month, how many of the ten golds have been locked up? And then right, up? that's a good point. Yeah, then, that's that's a good point. And along those lines, is that one of the gold rainbows I'm trying to complete right now? Somebody actually took the time to put a red out there that I need, and it's insane because they want get a load. Of, they want eighty dollars worth of BPX for a red. And, I, and and the person was respectful and they said they would take a color pop instead. And it's just a color Oof. pop for a red. Yeah. That I, and, and, you know, at that point, that's not worth completing a gold rainbow. But that's, you know, this is what I get for trying to complete my football rainbow set this close. So why aren't there more football sales? Maybe because other, maybe because other people like me don't want to pay eighty dollars for a red. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I think that's a good point. I hadn't, I hadn't really thought about that. That like maybe we've learned our lesson from baseball, and now that you know we're just holding on to football in in some way, shape, or form. So that's that's good. Good points. Good points. Um, and so with that in mind, we you know speaking of basketball, we do have basketball and had 120 sales this week. That's down from 150 last week, but. Similar to two weeks ago, um, last week we saw a lot of commons being built. This week, a lot of blues, a lot of reds, a lot of gold sold. So if you take a look at some at the activity of basketball, very high value cards. So to the point about chasing those rainbows and figuring out what it is you need to kind of maximize your points. I think a lot of people were really focusing on that this week. We also had a few unrevealed. I think we had six unrevealed actually sold for around the 10K mark, uh, 10K BPX mark. Um, and three 1X color pops were sold as well. So some pretty good market movement when it comes to basketball and what they were, uh, what they were up to as, in, in, as well. So something to kind of consider in terms of HTH land. Anything else that you want to add as well, as well Slappy? Sure. I, I think it came in after you did your, your notes. But in the football color pops, there was – it's funny. You were talking about how things um, slowed up a bit. So just in the last couple hours, a tank – uh, a tank, let's see, what is this guy? A tank uh, 5X. A tank 5X just sold for 40,000 BPX. So that just came in the last couple hours. So that's a pretty big sale right there. Whoa, congratulations to whomever was able to sell it and also was able to purchase it as well. And that, uh, was, that was Mad Volker, the seller. Okay, okay. So congratulations to you, Mad Volker, on an amazing, amazing sale. Tank 5X. We are thinking a little bit about how those multipliers can really be additive when it comes to not only just the uh, the BPX, but then also being able to pair them with, of course, the geeks. And um, Slappy, do you mind just giving a, a, a quick little go around while I'm trying to appease my dog right now? Uh, can you give me a quick little go around in terms of the Card Geek uh, Hall of Fame and how it's going to connect to HTH and why it's really important to kind of consider maybe getting yourself a geek right now. Sure. And I do want to say that uh, it has been confirmed. I know folks were talking about in the Discord whether MJBP was Schmo or whether it was part of the Alpha Cabal over there. So somehow it's connected to the Alpha Cabal's Meta Jungle. I should say not Alpha, the Meta Jungle. So that is 
um, in Meta Jungle. So, which is great. Obviously, uh, it's nice to know that it's somebody who believes in the community as much as they do. So, credit to them for recognizing assets and picking them up. All right. So, to GT's point, while he wrangles his dog, as we all know, I, you know, folks, it's it's important to reiterate that football and baseball are closing. So, all the sets and all the rainbows that you have. There will be a snapshot coming in the next two weeks. And if you have a broken rainbow, if you have that missing piece that prevents you from picking up 300,000 extra points or X amount of points, that opportunity to maximize your sets and rainbows will be gone in baseball and football in about two weeks. So it's very important you do that. Somebody the other day said, I thought that was just baseball, not football. It is not basketball, but you need to make sure you are you have those. Now, the other thing to consider is if you have a Matata color pop. That's worth 2.1 million points. If you have a geek, that will multiply the points. So in other words, it's gonna it's a 1.25 multiplier. So that Matata, instead of 2 million points, becomes 2.5 million points, right? So that's why you need to make sure that you have the right amount of geeks for the color pops that you have. So each geek can pair with a color pop. I know some folks have asked how this is gonna work. Block packs is going to work behind the scenes to figure out how it's maximized because people have worried. They said, well, I don't know which, which color pop I need to maximize it with. You're not going to do anything. The key thing is you just need to have a, the, the enough geek power to power up each of your color pops. I think GT in your back, I'll, I'll turn it over to you, but I think that's the way we need to talk about it. I do think the language, I think we still use the language that block packs developed when they thought this out, which is a brilliant, plan on using geeks giving more more value mm-hmm. to our geeks that we all hold but let's just say you know how how many geeks do i need to power color pops right that at right. The end of the day, that's what you tell someone do you have enough geeks to power up your color pops and so if i have an all-star a hero and a legend do they power up color pops equally gt Right. And, and that, that, that's a great point. So, so depending on the geek that you own, if you have a legend geek, you can have up to five color pops have that multiplier. So if you own a legend and you own five color pops, congratulations, those five color pops just by owning one legend will get that 1.25 X multiplier. Hero geeks will be able to, hero geeks will have two, uh, that you can pair pair color pops with and all stars, you can have one. And so uh, keeping in mind too, that if, if you've got, you know, if you've got a high value color pop right now and you don't have a geek, or if you don't have enough geeks to suffice, you're leaving points on the, on the table. And those points can turn into BPX and that BPX can give you more opportunity to reinvest into the ecosystem. So it's just really important to kind of remember if you're looking at for, for something as an entry point, I do feel like card geeks are really going to provide you the opportunity to get in and to, as long as you're holding on to them to reap real benefits down the road. So thank you very much, Slappy, for that for that uh, in- information and for that kind of bird's eye view about what's going on with that. At the end of the day, we do uh, have Card Geeks at one point one four five floor price with about fourteen listed. So do take a look at those. Lastly, uh, the reward store has, of course, as we know, been popping this week. Don't sleep on it. If you've got the BPX or store credit to spare, do check it out. 13 sales other than the auctions that we've been going through. I would say the top sale was a Panini PSA 9 John Morant rookie card selling for 16 
1,000 BPX, and also Pokemon F1, comics, baseball, basketball, including a LeBron and a Steph, a LeBron card and a Steph rookie card. There's sealed wax on there, guys. Take a look at some of those auctions. Take a look at the reward store. It is a really cool place to shop around on. And who knows, maybe you might rip a banger. So that's going to be it for the Block Packs Dash, where we track the silos and sales of Block Packs so you don't have to. You know, it's been a lot of fun this evening getting to talk shop about what's going on with the BPX and Block Packs ecosystem. We are so grateful that we had Jamps on as well. And thank you, Petrarca, for hopping on the stage and sharing your thoughts as well. That's going to do it for this edition of BPX After Dark, produced by Radish Digital, the official media partner of Block Packs. That is digital with a J. I want to thank everyone who offered their thoughts and contributed their beautiful lock screens, either in the spaces or in the comment section in X or Discord. Thank you very much for your attention and the gift of your time. I also want to thank everybody who has provided any support, feedback, or constructive criticism to make BPX After Dark the best show it possibly can be. This is meant to be a community-based show, and you all continue to deliver every single week, week in, week out, in spades. I am grateful for your time, your patience, your input, and it serves as a reminder that we are, in fact, the best community in all of the digital spaces out there. We will be refreshing the next three weeks worth of programming on the Block Packs Discord Community Events channel later this week, so do look out for that. But we can tell you that we will be hosting Eric and Frenchie next week to talk about all things Block Packs moving forward. Mark your calendars, y'all. You are not going to want to miss it. That's going to do it for me. I'm your host, GT. Take care, everybody, and have a great night. You've been listening to BPX After Dark broadcast live each Thursday night at 6 p.m. Pacific in X Spaces over at Radish Digital. That's digital with a J. If you've made it this far, please take a second and hit that subscribe button to the BPX After Dark podcast. Why miss content like this when you can get notified every time there's a new show? We want to thank you, the listener. We could not do this without you. And a special thanks to those in the audience who raised their hand, came on stage, and also, of course, help make Block Packs the best community out there. Block Packs is a community built by collectors for collectors. I've been your host, GT, and that's going to be it for this show. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>